Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Live for Wired podcast, and thank you guys for joining us on this Sunday, June 4th. Today's episode is a little bit unique, a little bit different from what we normally do. We feel like we've been riding some highs as well as riding some lows through this season of our life, and we just want to be vulnerable with you guys and be real. I think that that's what it really comes down to is I feel like we just have this highlight reel, you know, most of the time, even us, you know, at times where we're, you know, showing you guys the good, you know, giving you tips, educating you, helping you in your health and fitness journey and life in general. But, you know, it'd be unrealistic for us to, you know, paint this picture that life is perfect and that, you know, we don't run into hardships, that we don't struggle and, you know, we don't have adversity going on in our lives because that's, you know, the furthest thing from the truth. And so we just wanted to use today's episode as an opportunity to be real with you guys, be vulnerable, um, because we know that it's not just us, you know, going through hard seasons of life, it's you guys too. But before we begin, this episode is brought to you by Nash Nutrition. The Nash Bar is made with simple and nourishing ingredients, 20 grams of protein, and is naturally sweetened with honey and dates. And what a lot of people don't realize is that most of the so-called healthy protein bars that you find on the market are heavily processed with fillers and unnatural ingredients. And so make sure you guys are, as always, checking those ingredient labels on those different you know, food labels that you're consuming, just ensuring that you know, you're getting good, healthy, minimally processed food that is going into your body. And we know that if we consume too much of that processed food too often, it can eventually lead to longer term health issues. And so this is why we personally love the Nash bars. We never even have to think twice about the ingredients and they truly are the good for you protein bar. And so make sure you guys head to the link after the episode and you can get notified on when the next release will be. It is going to be June 8th. This is a Thursday at 6 p.m. So make sure you guys, you know, get that email, get enlisted into the email newsletter, get notifications on when the bars are going to be coming out, just so you can always be up to date. Because like we always say, they go super fast, they are super popular. um, And you guys do not want to miss out on these awesome bars. So on to today's episode, this is episode 88. Nearing that 90 mark, getting close to 100, this is pretty cool. You guys have been with us for a long time now. And this one, like I said earlier, is all about navigating the hard seasons of life. And so, um, you know, we've just had some things going on in our own personal life, as well as I know that we've had multiple clients talking through different like losses that they've been experiencing during this season of life. And I just got to say, it definitely, we feel the weight of this season. And as much as it's a very positive season. It's summer. I know Christine and I are, you know, we have a move coming up here literally this upcoming week on Tuesday. So there's like so much to be excited about. And there's so much like we're enjoying the nice weather. It's just beautiful um, here in Columbus, Ohio. So we've just been like riding those highs, but there's also been a lot of low points too. And there's been adversity that we've had to battle and go through. And, you know, over these last several months, you know, we haven't really talked a whole lot about it, but, um, you know, my dog Bane has been battling cancer, was battling cancer um, for months, and it was a up and down journey. You know, we, it was really up and down trying to, you know, get him in the best possible position because he'd show, you know, good signs, show bad signs, and it was just really hard on us. You know, he was a dog we were so close with, and he just meant so much to us. We literally met because of these dogs. Um, so it just hits super different, um, and it is almost like hard to explain, but. You know, he was he was a special, special dog that like played such a role in our lives that we just loved him so, so much. And, you know, leading up into this past week, we actually had to, you know, unfortunately put him down. And I know that that was something that has been, you know, really just weighing on us. But we know it was, you know, for the better. We know it was going to be something that made him feel better, him feel rested. He was going through so much pain and so much agony and struggling so much um, that we wanted to, you know, let him rest easy, let him, you know, really be at peace, be at rest, and, you know, live a better life moving forward. And so, you know, we know that we gave him a a phenomenal life. And we just want to be, you know, real with you guys, because 
you know, not only has this been hard for us, but, you know, we've had to pull back. We've had to, you know, not be so invested and so, you know, caught up in, in, a, in our wheel of, of, you know, business and, and output and life and all these things. You know, we've really had to press pause. And I think that that's something that has been a huge learning point for me personally, because, you know, this dog was so close to me that it has really forced me to press pause. And it has really forced me to realize, you know, what is really important in life, like really important. And what's so hard sometimes is that we get so caught up in these, these pressures is, and it's like, we get so caught up in, you know, we have to do this, we have to do that, or, you know, we have to scale to this point, we got to go chase that new job, climb that corporate ladder, you know, elevate to a new level of income, take on a new entrepreneurial project. And while, you know, we will be the first ones to always motivate you guys and push you to bring out the absolute best in yourself and, and, and do all things at a very high level, it has to be regulated with those moments of presence, with those moments where we really press pause and we really understand like how great we really have it. Because in this world we live in guys, and we've talked about this so many times on this podcast, it is so easy to be influenced and pull pulled and pushed in so many different directions. You know, we hear it on a daily basis from clients. Like I would say, honestly, guys, like so much of what we do is stress management as well. You know, working with individuals where, you know, there's so much going on. It's almost like impossible, you know, to do some of these things that we talk about in in your health and your fitness. And so we get it, you know, we see it firsthand. We experience it firsthand um, as well as seeing it with our clients. And it's one of those things where if we allow it, we will always be in a constant state of fight or flight and misery, like constant. If we do not press pause and become extremely intentional about how we are using our mental focus and our mental energy, because it's so easy to be blindsided by this pressure, that pressure, what we have to do for our work, what we have to do um, you know, for this family member or showing up for this person. And it can be extremely, extremely overwhelming. And so, you know, we just want to take this opportunity, guys, with this episode to really allow you to press pause, to reflect on, you know, how good life really is. Because even in all of this, you know, honestly, quite literally just shitty season of life for us personally, you know, it had, there's been so much positive too. And, and I know that it has really forced us to do one thing, and that is to be present and to really understand how good we really have it. Yeah, and I think that coming off of this weekend, the only reason we're able to like talk about this season of life so calmly is because we did pull back and just be present. Like we took Friday off. We're so grateful for our clients for understanding. We're so grateful we're in a position where we can take time off to grieve or to be there for each other or for family members. And we'd spent this weekend just like being very present and realizing like what's truly important. And I think this past season of life, like obviously you guys listening to our podcast and even our clients or people who, you know, may follow us on Instagram, like it is a highlight reel in reality. And I've been trying to be more authentic because we do have to show up. And that's, it's kind of a shitty part about being an entrepreneur is like, even if you're going through something, you still have to show up. And what I think that has helped us get through this season, and that's something we'll talk about later of like how to get through hard seasons, is just giving yourself grace and knowing showing up is going to look different. Like I talk on my story every single day, but last month I lost my niece. I was there for my mom. I had to like drop everything, go up to Akron a couple of times, and I would do it 1,000 times. But it's something like you just don't necessarily necessarily plan for when you are working for yourself. Is like, how can I 
have today completely off and go be there for my mom or take time off to, you know, go to a funeral. Because in reality, as an entrepreneur, like you don't necessarily have, quote, time off. But we're so grateful. We have such awesome relationships with our clients and with people in our life that can support us to be there for the people in our lives and for each other, too. Because I kind of talked about this recently on my story. We're having so many highs and so many lows. And I think old me would kind of just like, whether it was like numb myself to the highs and lows and just like get through the season. But I think like doing therapy last year taught me like you have to feel your emotions to process them. So like experiencing the lows while simultaneously experiencing the highs. Like we went from, I went, came home from a funeral and literally had to go view our new apartment. Like I'm so excited for a new apartment, but I'm also still grieving. And then we're planning a wedding. We're doing all these fun things, going to appointments, but also making time to be home for Bane, spending as much quality time with him, making those hard decisions, going to like, it's just, it was, there was so much going on, but obviously having each other helps, but also having a support system and just like understanding that showing up is going to look different in that season. So I think something that helped me, I've had multiple hard seasons like this, and I don't think I've talked about it enough in the past, but moving through this season, something that helped me is like knowing that showing up is going to look different. Having Zach in my life has helped, obviously having each other and having our family too. So we'll talk more about like how we get through those hard seasons, but I'm going to talk about like old Chris for a second of how I spent my time and energy during a hard season. And this season we spent a lot of time, like understanding the days are going to look different. Like I did not, to be quite honest, give a shit about getting to the gym when all this stuff is going on. There's so much more important things. And obviously when we're on here talking every week, like show up, go to the gym, hit your non-negotiables. These seasons look different and you have to understand that. But I think that when we are riding a high, when you're very consistent, it helps you pull back and pivot and scale back on your non-negotiables to get through a season like this. I'll talk about in a second, a season of life where I just literally dropped every non-negotiable I had and spent my time and energy in poor ways. Exactly. And like Christina said, like even on, even during these tough seasons, even when it's not ideal. And, you know, like she said, we have to literally completely pull back to the extent that like, we don't even care about working out in that moment. You know, that's where what all this, all this time of us talking through like habits and strategies to optimize your life. When we're in these seasons of life where it is quite literally like shitty, what is like the best thing we can do? And us showing up when it's shitty is still going to push that needle forward and still going to like be effective versus like completely shutting down. So that's why, you know, while we are telling you guys, you know, and talking through, you know, the season where we're pulling back, our ability to do that and our our ability to maintain consistency is because even when we have to show up at our absolute worst, it's still something. Mm -hmm. And that's like a huge lesson that we always are trying to preach to you guys is like, even during these seasons of life, like it doesn't mean we completely just like self-sabotage and give up everything that we're doing to better our, our health, our fitness and our life, our mental health, our physical health, but it's going to look different. And I think something that helped us this season too is, and I think this is kind of like crazy how the personal development books you read prior to a season of life prepare you for it. We both read the four agreements like in the past like two months. We talked about that on the podcast recently. And I think the one that stuck out the most to me was like doing your best is going to look different every day. And I think that without reading that, I wouldn't have like understood that my best could look different on a day like Friday or a day like today versus two months ago. So it's just like giving yourself that grace and the personal development you do prepares you for situations that are hard in the future, whether it's a hardship of like losing a loved one or a hardship of a job opportunity that you may not feel quote prepared for. So 
in previous seasons of my life, like a season of life where I lost my dad, for example, I literally stopped everything I was doing. I stopped eating healthy. I was not working out. Like obviously when something like that happens, you're in fight or flight mode and you just like are not prepared for something like that, to be honest. So I dropped everything I was doing that was healthy. And then I'm trying to show up for my family. I'm trying to show up for my sister, my mom and people in my life. And I felt like crap, like my best self, like eats healthy food. She gets proper sleep. She moves her body. You can still do those things in a way that is scaled back, like just going on a walk outside while you're on the phone with a family member or just like rolling through. And after like a week of me doing that, I started to figure out, okay, what are a couple of ways I can shift back to those healthy habits, but not be like meal prepping, going to the gym every day when I want to be doing other things because now we know what's important. But took me a week of feeling like crap to understand like I can go through Chick-fil-A and get grilled nuggets and like still get something that's healthy but convenient when I'm driving to and from the hospital or I'm driving to and from to go see my mom or instead of going to the gym for an hour and taking that time out of my day I can just go on a walk outside with ghost or something like that so I started to weave in these like one I know it sounds so silly like one percent better habits in a time like this but then I started to feel better mentally and it helped me process my emotions it helped me be there for my family members and that's just like the mantra we say all the time you cannot pour from an empty cup so I was letting myself run on e wasn't sleeping wasn't eating healthy and then I would shift to habits that weren't so healthy where I'm like okay I want to distract myself a little I'll go out with my friends this night just to you know feel normal but that's that's not processing your emotions it's also not a healthy way to spend your time and energy so when you get caught up in these things that are not important whether you're like scrolling on social media seeing what other people are doing when you're going through a hardship it's a highlight reel 1000% because in my previous test seasons like you may not have known it because a lot of people don't show that and I think we distract ourselves or we pay attention to things that aren't important like I know for me when I used to be in stressful seasons I would like shop and that's just like something that (laughs) was something I had to process on my own of like why am I doing these certain things and we all cope in different ways some people lean towards drinking some people lean towards other habits that may not be healthy but when you think about like what are the habits that make me feel good so I can show up not only for yourself, but for the people in your life during hard times. And even if that looks different than your day-to-day non-negotiables, movement is medicine. Healthy food fuels your mental health. So even if like not every meal is healthy or not every single day you're moving your body, just like going outside on a walk, eating one healthy meal is going to make you feel so much better. And then you're going to be able to process your emotions and show up for the people in your life. And most importantly, show up for yourself. Absolutely. And I think that that's the biggest thing is like still being able to show up even when it looks different. And that's been a constant theme of this episode so far. And I just think I just think you're such a badass too, Chris, with the way that you've you know navigated these seasons of life. And she's done so much and she's gone through so much just like on her own, even before I met her. And, you know, to see just how much of a power. I mean, she's just such a badass, powerful woman and literally has every excuse in the world to have a victim mindset, but just leads from the front every single day and, and shows up no matter what, literally for you guys. I know a lot of, you know, her clients listen and her people listen as well as, you know, our people. Um, but she's a badass and I respect the absolute hell out of Christina and I look up to her. And so, um, anyway, you know, it's so easy for us to get into these cycles. Like it's so easy for us to just get in this. I almost view like just like our routines, our habits, our day to day is like just an ongoing cycle or a wheel or like literally like a hamster wheel that we're just going and we're going and we're going. And this is why, you know, Chris and I always talk about, you know, doing the gratitude first thing in the morning, you know, pressing pause for yourself. Like, you know, it's funny, I just saw Ed Milet actually talk literally about the thing we always talk about where and um, where it's like, you know, we don't even check our phone first thing in the morning. You know, when you get into a mode where 
like you are a high performing professional and individual, all you guys listening, a lot of you guys listening, I know are like that. It is so easy, like first thing in the morning, fight or flight, pick up the phone, check what's going on, check the email, see the text from your boss. And it's like, before you guys even give yourself a dying chance to feel good, it's just being wrecked. And this used to be me. Like I used to, I still not even used to be me being real. Like this is shit that we still struggle with. Like this is stuff that I'm even tempted every morning to get on that phone first thing. But, but then, I'll catch you. <laughs> but then she'll even catch me sometimes. So it's like you just have to press that pause because you're not going to get that time back. As soon as you, as soon as you pick that phone up, your like your peace is gone. It, it is. And so why not take five? 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes, you know, first thing when you wake up for you. And that's what we're talking about. You know, every single time, you know, we're motivating you guys to do the gratitude, to journal, to meditate, you know, to do therapy, to go do your workout, move your body, go on a walk for your mental health and for your physical health. Like all of these habits and activities are those pause moments, are those moments where you can pull back, you can step out of that hamster wheel and just be and just be present, and just be aware of your feelings, of your emotions. I think that that's something that Christina just mentioned. It's like, you know, tip old her was would just go and go and go and distract and, and isolate and pull back. Um, and, and we all know that all that that's doing, or, or leading into unhealthy habits, all that that's doing is just distracting us from the bigger problem at hand. Yeah, and I think that, I just want to point something out. Thank you so much for the sweet words, Zach. I feel like a lot of people go through hardships by themselves, and I think that having a partner who, like, understands you and can support you is just life-changing because I think going through this hard season versus a season of life where I didn't have Zach is completely different. And I think when you are, I know a lot of people ask us about relationship advice or like how we met and all these things. And I think that a non-negotiable, and I literally wrote a list of non-negotiables before I met Zach, but I think having someone who like knows that you're not okay and who also can support you through a hard season should be a non-negotiable because when you first meet, it's honeymoon phase, life is good, there's a lot of highs, but I think that's when you learn a lot about your relationship or the person that you're with is when you can get through the lows as well. So that's something to look for if you are single and out there mingling. Don't just look for someone you have fun with. Look for someone who you can do hardship with too because it's very, very important. So the next thing I did want to talk about was being able to ride those highs and lows. And this is something I talked about in therapy a lot was that I would just like not process my emotions. And to be honest, I've been in positions with work where like I couldn't process my emotions. Like I'm an Enneagram 3 and I think that I've been in previous positions where I was literally told like it's almost something you can take advantage of because we'll run ourselves into the ground and not not even feel if we're burnt out or not doing okay. And I think that I didn't let myself feel highs or lows just because I had to grind. I had to hustle. And I think that a lot of people are in positions of work where they have to do that. Or also if you're a parent, like you obviously have to show up for people in your life and that may cause you not to be able to like feel those lows, but the highs are, they obviously feel really good. So I think that no matter what season of life you're going through or what emotion you're feeling that day, like let yourself feel sad, let yourself feel angry, let yourself feel happy too. And a book that I recommend if you struggle with that is Brene Brown's Atlas of the Heart. And I know a couple of my clients have read that and recommended it to me too. My therapist actually recommended it to me because of that. Like I wasn't letting myself feel the highs or lows. I was just running on kind of autopilot. And to be honest, that's not a way to live life because you have to have that polarity of the lows to feel what happiness feels like, to feel what good days feel like. You have to know what a bad day feels like. So good season or hard season, the number one thing that's going to help you is being present. And like I said, this weekend, we just like 
We're not on our phones. It felt like we've been off for seven days. It's only been three. But we realized like the world keeps moving. Like we have to realize what's important and that's family, it's each other. And obviously we care so much about our work and we care so much about like showing up for you guys. And obviously we're sitting here doing a podcast right now after a tough week, but we were able to fill ourselves up and just like talk about what's important to us and be present and be mindful. And that's what's allowing us to show up for today's podcast and for you guys. So if you don't let yourself be present and manage your stress, you are not going to show up as your best self. And even you don't have to be your best self on a hard day, but even like your version of yourself on E if you're showing up, like you have to be present, you have to be mindful because you'll never know what you need if you're not slowing down enough to listen to what you need. Amen to that. I mean, that's so true. And I know that I've been there. I know Christina has been there where we are so distracted and we are so go, go, go that we can't even like feel like we, we don't even like have the time, the energy, the mental space to just be and feel and process those emotions. And we can't change anything. We can't take action until we process, Mm -hmm. until we understand what's actually happening. And I think that all of us have that natural tendency to an extent to withdraw you know, to pull back when things get hard, you know, be reserved, you know, don't connect, don't reach out, don't ask for help, you know, we basically the opposite of all the things that we do need. And this is where, you know, connection and community and, and those relationships are so important. Like, I think it's so amazing that Christina has, you know, people in her life, in her business directly, like clients that she works with that are like, no, like, take the day off, like, don't do my check in. And it's like, I have in person clients where, you know, I have to text them at 10pm on Thursday, like, hey, by the way, like, we've had to shift up putting Bane down and it's like they all don't even think twice and they're there for us. And what's so cool about that is that connection. Like that is what this is all about, guys, is this human connection. And I think we lose it so much. And I've even had like micro instances throughout this weekend where I was literally telling Christina, I'm like nine times out of 10, we're in the grocery store. It's like Terminator mode, like pick up every little thing we need. Don't even like acknowledge the other humans. And it's like, this weekend we've been so present like i'm having a conversation at the grocery store with some random dude i'm like helping this lady like grab something at the grocery like shit that i don't ever do and it's because i finally was like out of the hamster wheel pressing pause understanding what really matters leaning into real human connection and community and it's just so special and i know that that's something that we've even noticed at times when we get isolated on i mean shit look at what happened with all of us during covid and and we understand the importance of being able to see the people that we love and so don't lose sight of that don't be someone that just isolates themselves or withdraws understand that that connection is so crucial and so important and so so is you know the journaling and and therapy and doing things that are going to give us a fighting chance i always tell my clients it's like you know the journaling the therapy the meditation is it some like magic pill that's going to change your life forever from that point forward absolutely not but is it going to give you a better opportunity and a better chance to feel good versus not doing them Yes, even if it's a 0.1% better chance that it's going to make you feel better, why not do it? And I and and while I say that, ironically, I know it will 10x the way that you guys feel. Um, but even if it's just the littlest bit, it is worth doing. And on the note of therapy and journaling, um, like I said, that season of life where I lost my dad, that's actually the first journal that I have, um, and I still have them. So I've kept a journal since I started my business, and ironically, I hired my first business coach right around the time that my dad had passed. So that was like the growth of Built and Balanced 1.0. And I have it all in a journal, but I also journaled like a letter to my dad. I journaled like just like what I was feeling that day, how I can feel better the next day. And just like taking what I learned in like my devotionals and in my 
books I was reading, like the PD I was reading, and just like applying it to my life and journaling it. Now I can always look back on those seasons and be like, how did I get through this tough season previously so I can do it again? Because those tough times will come back, you know, and I'm not saying that in a daunting way, but it's just life. And processing it through journaling and I wish I had therapy back then but I did therapy last year like I mentioned my therapist recommended a book that now is getting me through this season and she gave me tools in my tool belt to navigate a hard season of life so even if I'm not in therapy right now which reminder that I probably should be um but it did help so much just to like talk through your emotions and you don't always need a solution I think that's something that when you're connecting with people and you're leaning on your community, like I'm a very big solver. So sometimes when Zach is just like talking things out, I'm like, how can I solve this? And just like listening and having someone listen when you do therapy or someone in your life, just listen is extremely helpful. And I have a tendency, like Zach said, to isolate or withdraw. So like in these past couple of months with Bane, I would just like during the week, we want to spend time with him on the weekends. We would just stay home. I wouldn't reach out to friends because we didn't want to like necessarily do a lot. But then I started to realize, like, I have to tell people what's going on. Like, I have to tell my clients what's going on because I don't want them to think I'm withdrawing for any other reason. So once I was able to be vulnerable and tell my clients what's going on, like the acceptance and just like the support that I got, like I'm getting emotional all over again, um, just thinking about that. So like you, you can't ask for support if you're not vulnerable enough to tell people what's going on. And I think that once we both did that, we received so much support that it makes you feel even closer to people when you're able to be vulnerable. Being vulnerable is really freaking hard. I'm not discounting that because especially for us, like with what we do, we don't want to be too vulnerable. We don't want to be too personal. But after you're vulnerable, you kind of have a little bit of a vulnerability hangover, but the outpouring of love you get from people and just the support of someone saying like, how can I be there for you? Or like, I've been there too. Just knowing you're not alone is also very important, but unless you connect or you have a community, you won't experience that. And that's a huge piece of being able to move through a hard season is having community, like having our parents, having our friends reach out and send, you know, care packages or something like that. If we would never open up and say what we're going through, they would be able to do that. So getting outside help helps. Um, Also getting outside helps because this past weekend we spent more time in nature and I know it sounds so silly, but vitamin D is so good for your mental health. And I was saying like, if this weekend had come on a gloomy weekend, a stormy weekend in the winter months, we would have felt so differently, but we were outside. We took ghosts on such long walks. We even just like sat outside and just like enjoyed being in nature. And like I said, when I was not going to the gym in previous seasons of life, like just going outside and walking, it improves your mental health more than you know. Your body's meant to move. Like being sedentary is one of the worst things we can do for our bodies. And of course, there's days where you just want to lay in bed or you just want to, you know, sit in the house and let yourself do that. But don't do it every day. We are what we do most of the time and we're going to feel better if we are outside most of the time and if we're unplugging and we're asking for help. Those are a couple of the things that have helped us and me get through hard season is unplugging from our phones, unplugging from social media. You don't need to see what everyone else is doing when you're going through hard shit. You need to just unplug and be off your phone and you also need to ask for help like if we needed someone to like watch over ghosts or we needed someone to like just come over and like sit with us like that is a way to ask for help and also reaching out for therapy is super helpful and I think that in the past if I had been in therapy when I was going through hard seasons I think it would have helped me process them and move through them a lot more gracefully and give myself grace but I don't think enough people talk about hard seasons or how to get through them so that's why we wanted to create this episode and give you guys tangible ways to move through a hard season so connection and community was the number one thing journaling and therapy getting outside asking for help and unplugging and even more importantly like really reflecting and understanding when the good seasons happen when the good is happening in your life and recognizing that And it really goes back to what we said earlier in the beginning, where we can become so distracted that we don't even understand how good we have it. Like 
Um, you know, shout out Jeremy Scott, something that he always says that really stands out to me is like what we, a lot of these problems and shit that we complain about, it's luxury problems. Like people out there are really struggling. There are real problems, real issues going on around us. And it's so easy for us to get caught up in that rat race. You know, oh, I'm not making this amount of money. Oh, I don't have this material thing. Oh, I'm not living, you know, where this person's living, or I don't have this, or I don't have that. And it's like, just drop that detach from that shit guys as soon as fucking possible like literally as soon as you can unplug and just detach from that mindset of this just like competition rat race just stay in your own lane and live life on your terms and understand that you know this is where you create those good seasons it's not just going to happen it's not just gonna you know one day you're gonna wake up and and feel amazing you gotta freaking work like you gotta work at it like you got to really work hard at being intentional because you have so much around you on social media, on TikTok, on Instagram Reels, on TV, on the next reality, you know, keeping up with the Kardashian Vanderpump rules bullshit. <laughs> Speaking of reality, I will say something that inspired this episode or this conversation. We were watching Selling Sunset this past week. Sometimes you just need like trash TV to not distract you, but just a little bit. But we were watching it and they were all going through hard shit of like losing a loved one, having a cancer diagnosis, just like hard stuff going on behind the scenes. And then all this work drama was like taking the forefront. And they were all like, listen, I have real shit going on in my life. This is so petty. This is not worth my energy. Yeah, like the stupid drama. And I think that realizing like what's worth your energy, like I was talking about earlier, but relating it to something we can all relate to is like, there's drama, there's cattiness, there's fights, there's social media, there's you know, competition and stuff like that. But in reality, like when you have stuff going on behind the scenes, like that's when you know that stuff is just not worth your energy. Exactly. And it's like, you know, understanding, you know, how good we just really have it because we do. And a lot of us have it better than we realize. And I know at times it's easy for us to get caught up in, you know, that lack mindset or that victim mindset. But the more you guys can press pause and be aware of, of how good things really are, the better, you know, you are going to feel mentally and the better you're going to navigate life in general. And so celebrate, you know, those business anniversaries, celebrate, you know, the engagement or even milestones, you know, throughout just life in general, any milestone, whatever that is, just stop and be aware of it. Be present, be grateful for it. Speak it out loud with your partner, with your family. You know, that's why I love like going on walks with like my dad now that they live here. Like we talk about stuff, we celebrate it, we reflect on the good things. And like Chris and I do that all the time where we're just like, you know, walking the dogs, at a meal, out to dinner, and we're just reflecting on all of the amazing gifts and good things going on in our lives. And while I feel like I've personally like like I was saying earlier, detached from that rat race, you know, I feel like it still just can get the best of you sometimes. But I am grateful that I've done the work and I'm continuing to do the work to detach from that BS. Because at the end of the day, guys, it really doesn't matter. Like as much as we make it, you know, our career, our, you know, the next job, all these things that consume us, like as much as it consumes us, it really isn't that important at the end of the day when we really have that bigger perspective. Does that mean we just, you know, kind of fuck off and do nothing and just like, you know, literally like have no, you know, aspirations or anything like that. Absolutely not. But take that time, take that time to press pause, understand that we do have it really, really good. And last but not least, we want to send you guys off with just a couple of things on how to push through a hard season on a real note is that like, I know we're big on personal development, but we wouldn't be pushing personal development, pushing journaling and pushing that stuff if we didn't believe in it. And like I said, I started personal development literally in that season. And that was like the hardest I had 
been through like five years ago. But doing personal development is a practice that prepares you for what's to come and not even in a professional way. It helps you professionally and personally when you're reading personal development books that apply months down the road and you're ready for those things and ready for the opportunity because you did the work. The same goes for working through a hard season. You may not be in it now, but you have to do the work to have a strong foundation to carry you through a hard season. So working through personal development is a practice that keeps us grounded and keeps us ready for what's to come good and bad. And there's going to be good, there's going to be bad. And also something to realize is that showing up is going to look different when you're going through it. And I was watching a TikTok the other day and this girl was saying she was losing a loved one, something was going on in her life, but she was in nursing school, she had work and people are like, why are you not showing up? Why are you calling off? And the reality is we still have to show up. But the world doesn't stop. That doesn't mean that we have to show up the same every single day. We don't have to put on a brave face and act like nothing is going on. Like we can tell people like, hey, I had a really shitty weekend. I'm going through X, Y, and Z, but I'm here. And they'll give you grace. They should give you grace. They should give you the opportunity to be vulnerable. And there's some workplaces that don't do that. And I'm not ignorant to that. I know a lot of places, especially like in the hustle culture, different professions are very different. I've been in a position where I've been told like, don't let your personal show up and work. Like almost like, I don't care what's going on. Like you got to you got a job to do and I will hustle through. I will show up for work no matter what that looks like, but it will look different each day. Instead of showing up on my story and talking, maybe I'm typing something up or instead of doing voice memo check and maybe I'm typing that day because we went through some hard shit. And when people allow you, to, they give you that grace, you give yourself that grace, but you have to just understand and accept that showing up is going to look different. But the sad reality is that the world isn't stopping and that we have to have this personal development. We have to have the community. We have to have the support and also the mental work of journaling and therapy in order to show up even on those hard days. So we appreciate you guys for listening this far into the episode. We know it wasn't a very uplifting and motivating episode, but like we just want to be real with you guys. And we know firsthand from seeing our clients go through it and people in our lives go through it that life is not perfect. And I think that as we are getting older, we are experiencing more real life stuff and it's definitely hard, but that doesn't discount the really good times. It doesn't discount the wins we're celebrating, the highs we're riding of celebrating a wedding and moving and doing all these cool things, but we can still be sad. And I think that yesterday we were even in the grocery store just like saying how much much we miss Bane, but how we're excited we are for this move. And we were like, we're allowed to be happy and sad simultaneously. And I actually have a quote, and I didn't even mean for this to happen, um, where I have this quote right in front of me, but I was listening to a podcast and somebody said that there's nothing that says hard and happiness cannot coexist. So you can be having a hard season. You can also be experiencing happiness simultaneously because they can coexist. So we appreciate you guys for listening. We hope you share it on your story so you can help someone else in a hard season get through it with these tips from today and just like understanding you're not alone. That's the main thing we wanted to express in today's episode. We appreciate all of you who have been there for us in this hard season and we're not coming on here expressing all this for, you know, we're not asking for sympathy, you're not asking for pity. We're just letting you guys know you're not alone, that our lives are not perfect and that you can go through a hard season and come out on the other side, but you can't do it alone is the main thing. So we hope you guys have a great week. This is our last episode in this apartment where we built Life Rewired together. This is where we first started doing it together as co-hosts so it's end of an era but we've got a cool setup at the new apartment for the podcast and we're excited to add a video component down the line so something to look forward to as we grow towards 100 episodes we appreciate all your support and we hope you guys have a great week peace out guys